Now, part two with Jolie. Let's do it. Well, it's funny. I watched Mel Robbins and she she goes, uh, oh, I wanted a six pack. And I was like, I'm going to get a six pack. She's like, but then I like saw what it took to get a six pack. And I was like, I don't want a six pack. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's like everyone's like, oh, you know, you show your abs, you show it. I want that. Well, do you really want that? Because your words carry vibration yeah. and you're putting this in the universe and you're saying, I want, I want, I want, I want, and you're doing nothing about it. And then let's go clear what you really want. It's funny, like a girl, someone, you said it to me yesterday. I feel like I have no freedom or something. Oh no, a girl that joined the gym the other day, she goes, oh, I feel like I have no freedom. And because now she has a job, I go, what do you mean? Now you have a job, you have more freedom because you could go buy stuff that you couldn't buy because you were living on people's couches. So it's like people's minds are so set up for the instant gratification. Like, oh, I have to work. I have no freedom. No, 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 no. You weren't working before you had freedom to sit on a couch and pick your ass because exactly. you had nothing outside of that. Like there was nothing to do outside of that. Well, I feel like that's like the inner child in us where when we're kids, we think if we do this, we're going to get this reward. We do this, we're going to get this reward. And it's that thinking of, grabbing the destination rather than the journey which we talked about before yeah. we started the yeah. destination itis and i said i wish everybody destination itis that is a so that perfect comes term. from the head that comes from the question you asked me first of what's women's health and the and the reason why i was like oh god because if you asked me five years ago i would have said mental all the way but now i know that what got me to the mental was getting the spirit part the meditation the surrender mm. having the ability to surrender and disassociate and step back and the gift that meditation brought to my life has me be in the journey, be in the journey. You can never be in it enough. Like the, the, the key to life is learning how to surrender more and more and more. And how much can you be in flow and how much can you surrender? And God is like the rose petal thrower in a wedding. And he puts the rose petal down right when you're ready to step up, not a moment before. So how much can you allow your life and the universe to unfold it for you as you co-create it? Right. Because you can't sit on the couch and be like, well, the universe is doing it for me. So you got to like dance and surrender mm. and intentionality like a slinky. How do I surrender and be intentional at the same time? So that gift for me came to me where I feel like I really took a step back in life and I don't have an urgency to do and be and anywhere except where I am came from the gift of meditation. I was going to ask it because or, or and, and say because this reminded me a little bit of a, a couple podcasts back we started talking about people confronting their unconscious and how that's very healthy to realign yourself with moving forward in the in the right direction and when you talked about meditation i thought about when i meditated at at the gym and meditation i feel like it's such the definition of like less is more where you're you're sitting there you're meditating and you're allowing your body to get out the unconscious that is just built in there and as cobwebs and hindering you from kind of moving forward in a true functional constructive manner and meditation and correct me if I'm wrong in this for me, it was just more like, I mean, doing it every single day would be, perfect and that should be i feel like everyone's goal because like you said, we were talking about before where i said you know every month and a half to three months i kind of take a step back and review my last couple months you said you should be doing that every day and that i feel like is meditation if you are doing that every day and reflecting and just sitting there and 
and allow well, the your meditation to... part is the letting go. So you could reflect and you can do. So people always say, oh, do you pray? And I want to pray more. And I don't pray so much because praying is praying to God. Meditation is sitting as God. You are source. So you're not reflecting anymore. You're done. It's a wrap. Now yeah. you give over and you just sit and you be in the cosmos of everything and nothing. You have to go from somewhere to nowhere to everywhere. From something to no thing to everything. So that takes everything and nothing of you. It, it's, a, it's a really a separation of, and everyone's like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I was one of them. I said, I can't do it. I still say I can't do it. I still resist. I well, still stop. get it. It's forever. It's chasing mastery. It's, it's, but I get like this excitement, like a little kid, like I'm going to meditate. Number one, because I know I'm sitting with God. Like I'm like sitting with him. Like I am in the presence. When I get to everything, it's like you are in the cosmos. You are in brain and heart coherence. So if your heart's not coherent, your brain's not coherent. And we live in the hormones of stress out in the world. So everybody is living by hormones of stress, lack of women's health. And then we're reacting to our environment as opposed to creating what we want to show up in our environment. So, and you mentioned, oh, the unconscious you were saying is in the body. So in the beginning, I said, it's a lot to understand because words are so limiting, but I said the mind gets stuck in the body from past experience. So it's not, it's not, it's unconscious because you don't know it's conscious. You have to pull it out with the breath. It gets stuck. It's stored past emotions. Every emotion produces chemicals, right? So those chemicals are being produced in your body. So guilt, shame, anger, all of those, you can't imagine, you don't have to know anything. You can't imagine it's not producing good chemicals in the body. And then when you get into joy and elation and gratitude and inspiration, those are producing the best, the best feel good, yeah, like yeah. oxytocin, serotonin, you're mm. dropping, you're a pharmacy. I think there's like over 1400 chemicals your body produces. Um, so when you can do that and you can, the key for meditation, which I love how you said is uh, less is more, which is great because it is like less, like let it go. Less is more. And the more you can generate, I talked about this with my group coaching the other day because they say like, do you walk, wake up and everything's rainbows? And no, I, I'm not a morning person. So I don't wake up like that. I, I, I can't stand when my alarm goes off. And I'll say, but to kill it all off, I have tools that I use to get into bliss right away. So I meditate right away. So I meditate right away. I am in bliss, like had an orgasm from God. It's like literally, and then I walk around the house and then my whole rest of the day is beautiful because I set my day up right. So did I wake up going? Ugh. Yeah, right there. Yeah. You set it up from the start. Exactly. From the start. From the start, I take out what doesn't work. Like it doesn't work for me to check my cell phone, go on social media right when I wake up and like bob and weave through life like another day. No, I would, that doesn't work. What does work for me is to not check my social media, do my meditation, honor myself, honor me, fill myself up, and then I serve the world and love my life. It's a really great, like you ask questions like, how did you know this? Or how did you get there? It's always like, what's the next best right thing? Kind of like what you're doing in your life right now. I think if I do this and then I move there and then I can do this because I really want this, right? And then it's all uncovered. It's like you are the Michelangelo of your life. You you are uncovering and discovering what's already always been there. It's nothing new other than the skills that you're acquiring. Really, you're just uncovering more about you. But you're part of the unlimited intelligence. You're part of God. So you're part of source. So you just have to tap in to what's 
that unlimited intelligence that's within you. What is like, I know when I'm coaching, I'm like channeled because that's me. That's my talent. That's my skill. That's, that's, and then of course I learned my whole life for 30 years of stacking what can help me sharpen my best tool of making me better at what I'm great at. Right. As opposed to like taking computer classes, I never liked, I stuck in it. I don't, and then I go and work on perfecting this thing that I don't like and I don't (laughs) want to do anyway. So instead my life got to be manifested over like constantly doing what I'm good at. So I got to always shine in whatever I'm doing because I never did things I sucked at. I always got to be me. And you liked the things that you do because you're probably also good at them because you're if I retired and I was 70, I hope to have the life I have now. So someone, even in my group coaching, I said, I guess I'm retired because I don't have to go to work or maybe go to work. So I guess I've been retired my whole life, even though I work my ass off, but it's all on my terms. It's when I want to go, how I want to go. I could go in pajamas. I also spearheaded like people didn't, when I was wearing gym clothes to meetings and network, are you kidding? I looked like they were like, she's in gym clothes. It was the best branding thing I could have ever did because everyone knows me as the gym girl, the boxing girl, the kids, everyone oh she works with children it's because I focused on what I do best not like hey can you help out this cancer thing and then I'm like oh I don't do charity right people do things in order to so they go oh I don't do charity maybe I should do some charity all right I'll go help with this cancer thing no none of that is aligned I teach how to serve and earn a living and do what you love and serve as an extension of who you are so I serve every minute of my life but it never feels like charity it never feels like service it's just being me I get to be me and then I serve and everyone thanks me. So it's so easy. It's an effortless, effortless, effortless life. That's perfect word for I don't it. have to dress up for a job. I don't have to ever act a different way. Think of a line I have to say. I am so me at all times, fully self-expressed in the space. Never not. Never not. And 99% of people too would, I feel like, kill and kill for to be able to say that. I feel like I really, I really feel like that where it's 99% just that of the people they're themselves are making a living off of being just themselves them. like that. That one um, person you had said before was like, yeah, now I'm, uh, she's not, not free anymore or something oh, right. like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, she's well in mindset, right. And gratitude is the doorway to abundance and, mindset's everything. So you could look at that. She could look at her life like now she has no freedom or she could look at the life like now she has all the freedom in the world, right? So everything is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So mindset shifts are important, but people's beliefs are really strong. And beliefs are only a notion of certainty. It's not a fact. So I have to work with people on loosening up their grip on their beliefs, right? So is that true? Has it ever, has there ever been an instance for you where that wasn't true? Let's think of a time that this ever happened. So I have to like shift their brain where they could go, oh, right, there was a time. And now all of a sudden a whole new world opens up over here. So that goes back to the words are very limiting because words have us communicate, but they also put us in a box because there's so much well, also too, I feel like if you were to do a deep dive with that person for an hour, they would realize they've made a wrong decision in their in their life. Exactly like that, because when you're in this that mindset, you're starting off with the mindset 
of that where it's oh, like, I'm, I'm losing. She's like an easy um, one for me. I could do a breakthrough in like five minutes. Yeah. Those are easy ones. Cause you just give them like a little shift and they're like, Oh, okay. Now she's in every day, every day she's in and getting that she's in freedom. Or you should just say, read my freaking book. <laughs> I do. I say it all the time. One a day. I'd say, read my book. Seriously. Read my freaking book. Cause I always tell people not everyone could work with me. Not like everyone has to want to, but I'm saying, I'm only one person, so I can't work with the world. And I say, read my book. And it's, it really is such great coaching in there. The most wisdom per word is in that book. Well, it's, and it's, I feel like it's perfect for people today because it's simple. It's quick. It's a quick read. You can also Everyone says they're ADD and they don't want to read. It's short. It's quick. You can read it on a spur of a moment. Any page, open one a day, two a day. Yeah, it's it's a line a day. Exactly, you (laughs) could, or just a quote a day, and then just sit on it for the rest of the day, or just with your coffee, or even. And that's really what I like to instill in people is curiosity, thinking. I just want them to think. So, like my thousand questions to ask yourself. Someone said to me the other day. How's someone going to answer all those questions? I, I even write in the beginning, you don't have to answer them all. Read some, sit with some, read one. Maybe if it doesn't align with you or doesn't spark an interest in you, go to another one. And then maybe you might read it another day and it sparks a different interest in you because you are always and never in the same place. <laughs> You're always changing, always moving. You can always hear something newly. Nothing ever needs to be mundane. Everything can be looked at differently and everything has more sides to be looked at. Yeah. So you want to look at those things. That's what the reflection's all about. And I feel like today, I mean, women's health, if you're talking men's health too, I feel like in this section, there's definitely overlap where it's just reflection. There's not much, I feel like there's not much reflection at all with people, you know, where it's like one, one deep reflection, if people were to have once a day or once a month, that the most important important thing thing is the least. Well, the thing is, it's the most important for the individual, which is why. I, I don't think they get to it because people I don't think are Meanwhile, generally... my thesis was putting it in first grade. I like know. Yeah, first exactly. graders need to be taught to like breathe this way. Mm-hmm. That way they could be in a creator society where it's like, oh, this cereal, I like this cereal, but it's got gluten. Oh, I wonder what it would be like if it didn't have gluten and it had like fruits in it. And then they make their own cereal. It's like they're creating their own. They have to think, you have curiosity, have passion. I want to um, take a second to bring up this passage in your book because I thought it was like, what's the most relatable thing, right, to people today, to what I'm seeing in society, um, and then also to obviously to relate it back to to women's health too. And if you're listening and you don't know about Joey's book, it's called Life According to the Rules of Boxing, 101 Rules of Being the Champion of Your Life. So you can get it on Amazon, guys. I would fully recommend doing it because uh, – it is very good. You don't have to feel like you have to read the whole thing in a day. You could take one one chapter a day, which is literally one page a day. It's not hard, and it's very very interesting because you get it opens your minds about about boxers too. Because Mike Tyson, people know him as being like a brutalizer, but the quotes he has too is a genius. Is is genius because he's like his intuition with experience and where he has been. Most people have never been. Oh, well, I mean, he got off a plane in China and he was like, God, I mean, people know him everywhere. So most people have not been through champion of the world. He was the youngest champion of the world. He was. Oh, and he, what what was it? I I think I'm trying to think of this on the spot here. It was, uh, when did, what year did he really, it was like two years. He really had a, a, won a lot of championships and fought a lot. You might know this year. It was probably around the 99 
99, 2000 was because probably around I, then. I saw a stat line where it was like McGregor, when he like went bonkers in the UFC and won a bunch of titles, he had fought like three times in a year. And Tyson fought, I think it was 15 times oh, yeah, in, a, in a, one year. Yeah, yeah. And I just think. Different breed of fighters shit. back in the day. Different breed of human beings. Human beings, yeah. Uh, actually, that goes right almost with the um, chapter I chose because it's chapter number 14, Don't Be a Follower. Guys, this chapter is one page long. So yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, it's the a, most wisdom per word. I tell people it's not about length. It's about the reflection we and talked quality, about. Yeah, like, it's quality with over... the words. They're, they're, there are a lot of one-two punches in there. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this just a short passage because it's short, it's perfect, and... It hits a lot of spots. Chapter 14, don't be a follower. I oh, And this is coming from right from Jolie herself. I love it. I always say it is no coincidence that the concept of having followers on social media creates a world of followers. We need a social media platform of leaders supporting leaders, not followers. Everyone can be a leader and we need them to be. Lead by example. Be the change. I had a bumper sticker on my car when I was a teenager that said, if the people lead, the leaders will follow. It's similar to the concept of emergence, which <laughs> that is so funny. I'm the author. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's similar to the concept of emergence, which we've been talking about this whole time now, where parts of our system, parts of a system do together what they would not do alone. Properties or behaviors emerge this only when like the LeBron. parts interact in a wider whole. They are all needed and are all leading. You are the creator of your life. Be fully self-expressed for who you are and your expression in the world. The difference between humans and animals is animals would never allow the dumbest of the herd to lead, which I love because I'm, I've been getting in the comparative psychology and like reading up on animals and how like they reproduce, how they fight, how they attract maids. And that, I just, I love the comparison there. Um, do not do or be what others do or feel you should be. It is your life and your responsibility 100%. Boxers, talks about that too. Yeah. Not 50-50. Nope. Putting your, your stock in one. Boxers for sure are not followers. They have teams behind them, but are each really a one-person show. They lead and are confident enough to follow their dreams regardless of what anyone else thinks or says in life, be authentically you, be fully self-expressed, be a leader, and don't be a follower. Yeah, so that was the whole chapter, exactly. So, And there's a lot to sit with in that that you read of the concept of emergence. And it is kind of a dink that we have this whole social media platform called followers. Like, why didn't they create it? called leaders being, I mean, why we know it's no joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. creating a, a culture of followers and, and no one being satisfied with where they are. So they have to go, the grass is greener somewhere else and they have to go follow what someone else is. And that's why people feel like they're constantly looking for their purpose. Meanwhile, they could be living it and they don't even know it because they have that mentality of follow. Yeah. And I read a, um, a quote one time that stuck with me by Plato, which was, he had said, the penalty for not participating in politics was that you end up being governed by your inferiors. And to relate that more to life rather than politics, that to me is the equivalent of if you, it's saying if you're not taking control of your you life, you will be controlled. You will be controlled. Yeah. 
by your inferiors, which like when you go and do something because somebody's pressures you or you just think that there's there's pressure on you to make a decision and go do something that you don't want to do, you're not in control. And now you are inferior to that situation that you are now find yourself in. And I feel like we as Americans are doing that in a compound way where we're doing it once, then we're taking that situation, doing it again, doing it again, doing it again, over and over and over again. And, but that's why it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And people believe they don't make a difference and they don't like, Oh, it wouldn't matter. Why would it matter if I did it? And then if they have that attitude, you know, then that's the attitude. Then everyone has that attitude and they need to know that they are responsible because then they, can respond, right? Responsible is able to respond. So you want to know you're responsible. You don't want to be helpless. And that's what we're creating a world, even like all our commercials or ask your doctor if it's right for you. Well, why do I have to ask? Why can't I ask me? The media and our world, the communication is taking people to not trust themselves, to be confused, to not know what you're doing, to have to ask someone else or an authority, like you can't be an authority. So people are losing that power and giving it up, right? It's yours to keep. You don't have to give it up. Yeah, we give it up so uh, willingly. So they give up their power. It was like me. I went to the doctor, right? And after my motorcycle accident, they said, you needed immediate epidural and immediate fusion surgery. So I was like, ask your doctor if it's right for you. So here I am. I'd have an immediate fusion surgery. But I was like, I don't want a surgeon. I don't want a surgery. So I can't have a surgeon on my team. So that's when I Mm. reflected who needs to be on my team. Who's my team of advisors? Who am I going to listen to that I want to heal my back? as I'm on the floor believing that I needed fusion surgery because I couldn't move, right? So then you believe it too because proof shows you maybe you should believe it. So how do you not act in that way and be so radical and be like, you know what? Maybe this Mm. isn't the only option. Well, you have to research. Success leaves clues. Follow people that do what you want to do in the same way you want to do it and do what they did. That's a good point is that when you are looking for things to help you with your life, look and take the advice from people that are in the position that you yeah, are don't follow to Cardi seek. B for dating advice. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow Cardi B for dating advice. Exactly. It's like that but that was, you know, who are our role models? Who are we following? If you are gonna follow someone, follow someone to where you know the destination they're going is where you want to be. Yeah. Right? And that and that's a perfect point because like I said I, when I said earlier I feel like 99% of people, especially women that heard you say, you know, I do what I want. I have this freedom. I, I love what I do. Like they should be following you mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of seeing like that, that is the mindset 100%. that I, I want to have. And it's the mindset that that'll end up. Yeah. Getting- not following the girl that's like twerking and only showing her booty in the screen. Like that's a waste of time. You're exchanging your time for value. You do not feel good after watching that. It contributed nothing to you. People are following the wrong stuff that's making them feel like shit. And then they wonder why they feel like shit. If you're going to follow and sit on social media, do something that's going to make a difference and someone that's going to empower you. And as you get up after, it's like you took action. I feel like social media is making, I, I feel like women are the biggest victims of social media, making them feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Because you look at people who post, um, it's majority women. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I feel like it's the, the competitiveness that they're c- trying to keep up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. which everybody mm-hmm. does just mm-hmm. in different ways. And I think online, that keeping up with the Joneses mentality 
is a female-led battle between each other. I think it's I think it's awful. I, th- I and I feel like a lot of them are are suffering because of that a little bit. Um, do you, I mean do you have any thoughts on how to? Exactly. I was going to tell you, like, what's the, right? So what is the answer for all that? And the answer is like exactly everything I teach is how to be fully self-expressed and own your own power, right? And have life show up for you the way you want it and the way you're creating it. So, but you got, they need a total revamp because everything they're doing, that's why I said, you can't just cut out chocolate and everything's going to work out. We need to like a revamp. That's why I love going into people's homes, seeing like what you're doing in the bed, what you're doing for your morning routine, what you're doing for your night routine. What are you doing that's working? What are you doing that's not working? What are you willing to take out? What are you willing to put in? So they need a whole reevaluation. Otherwise they're going to keep doing what they're doing, keep getting what they get. And the answer is action. So people want to be lazy and not take action and do anything about it. And then it's easier to just scroll. Scroll and look and compare yourself and feel like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, cause online I'm like, I look at uh, some of my, my guy friends and I'm like, the last post that my guy friend had, uh, has made was like two and a half years ago, you know, online on Instagram. So I know that they're just like, you know, have it for a sociable setting, but with women that women tend to post, I mean, like a couple times a week making posts and then sometimes even more I think so it's more of a woman thing for sure. There's many guys that are like, I don't do social media. It is, it is. But you know, when I, when I think of women's health, I think the digital world is affecting it the most. If you were to stand, well, I'm sure because everyone's got a filter. So how could you think you look good or you look healthy and everyone's got a filter and everyone has makeup and everyone redoes themselves and you don't really know what people look like. So then all of a sudden someone's seeing like, Oh, that she's so fit. I wish I was like her. And it's a million filters. But happy is as happy does. Healthy is as healthy does. And it doesn't matter. I mean, we can easily say it doesn't matter what the Jones are doing, but ultimately, are you happy? Or do you like your life? Is it working for you? I mean, they can go and scroll and divert again. Is that the, is that the question you, you, you think they should start with is like, all right, if, if they're listening, they're like, yeah, when I go on social media, the majority of the time, I feel like shit. Well, who's well, they? Women. Any woman, you mean, no, like you were going to say like they, like someone looking for a change or someone looking to change their life or the woman out there that is just on social media. Cause they feel like they should be, and they need to stay up to date with people and is generally can say in their life, social media has not made them happy. Mm-hmm. Them. What question should they ask themselves to kind of open up the gates of so then they want to say what does make me happy and if they say like nothing makes me happy right now right because they're in that space where nothing makes them happy well when was the time you were ever happy right so they have to go back to back pacing because feelings are generated and then the mind is stuck in the body so sometimes we feel anger when we have nothing to be angry about but Mm. it's stuck in the body so we get angry so it's how do you want to feel instead how are you going to generate? What practices can you put in? To, for me, my mood's changed tenfold from meditating. So I'm a whole different person. Like I don't even have PMS anymore because of meditation. I just control my, my reaction to things. I don't just react so much. So they got to have tools. They got to want to do it. They got to want to make a difference. When I, make, when I know something's not working, like when I woke up every day and meditated but looked at my social media first, I knew that wasn't working. Like you with the same evaluation. Like, oh, I go out and I wake up and I don't like it. So why do I keep going out? 
Well, if you keep doing, you know, it's that's what separates the successful people from the unsuccessful people. <laughs> successful people make better choices and make changes and the unsuccessful people don't. And they just say and wallow and pretend they don't know anything. And from your from your experience, because I feel like this is a strength for women, is that I think between women and men, women are the ones that are like, if they, they the notice that they need a change, they are the ones to then make that change. I feel like a lot of times men, like even if they know that there needs to be a change, they ain't making they the change. Yeah, yeah, they, they avoid, avoid it all costs. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like women, they do have that. Women um, confront. Yeah, and naturally that I think um, they they know that naturally and are more than willing to make that change, which I think is good. Yeah, women rock. Yeah, women rule. Women are badasses. When they put their mind to stuff, I mean, they birth babies. Women are badasses. But we are also emotional and we also want to complain and we also want the fairy tale. And we also, you know, we have all that side as well. So it's like, I love one of the questions I asked myself was how to not have need a man to depend on because I felt like my mom always like needed and I didn't want to have and need something exterior to make me secure. Like even someone in my group coaching the other night was saying that he feels like his dad doesn't think he's measures up to him. He's intimidated by his dad because I said, well, why? How does your dad want you to be? He said, safe, stable, and secure. And I said, well, what, is safe, every, yeah. what does safe look like? I mean, you don't have like, do you have 50 guns in your house? Like what would, you know, like it, people have these illusions of what life would be like if it was that. Meanwhile, it's not even that when you get to that. It's kind of like, uh, oh, I want to retire when I find it. How much would you need to retire? Would you feel like you had enough if you had that amount? No, they'd still feel like it wasn't enough, no matter what they got to. They still wouldn't feel safe if they had the, they, it's a state of being. It's a state of mind. Happy is as happy does. Safe is I feel safe. I walk in Liberty City. I feel safe. I feel yeah. safe. I feel. I don't feel like they're going to hurt me. I mean, I'm not going to walk and be stupid. I'm still going to be knowledgeable about it. But safe is you make yourself safe. I mean, secure. No one's secure. Your job sounds like what does secure look like? Uh, you have a job and they gave you a you can lose anything. Well, also secure is knowing that you're going to figure it out no matter what. Yeah, and, and back to your point too of uh, accountability and people taking the ownership of their life. Like in in his case, it's like if if that person's father for whatever reason wants that for him. I mean, it's it's up to them if they want to remain in a box of living, oh, hundred percent. You know, it's it's 100%. completely yes. up to you. So it's like at the end of the day, whether your father's right or wrong, I mean, it's like and it's up to you. Maybe you feel safe. Maybe it's not his safe. I mean, definite to you, safe might mean a, a mop bucket to pee in and a, yeah. a light bulb over your head. And for me, safe might be like a palace in England, and I'm mm -hmm. not safe until I have it. So it's all relative. And I'm I'm so glad that you brought up that that codependency because that was one one question I I I asked a lot of different women in my life and followers of the podcast and even guests of the podcast that said like, you know, Women's Health Month. What is one thing that you would like to hear from a guest who does this? You know, who would be doing that for a living to work on? And the person is a is a social worker for um for their career who mainly works with women who struggle with codependency. And there's the instant assumption, oh, codependency, they're just relying on their husband and become so dependent on their husband. But it, it, it goes a little bit deeper than that. She, she really wanted to, she defined as codependent as, okay, as a woman, say Sarah, 
Sarah doesn't have validation in her life. She doesn't have love or attention. So she's out seeking it. So she's being dependent on other people, not just one person in particular, to provide her with love, attention, and validation because she's unable to find it herself. And I had thought of an example in my my head where I do know somebody who they won't leave their apartment by themselves. They won't get a cup of coffee by themselves. They won't go any to the gym by themselves, not because they don't feel safe, but just because they don't have validation for doing any of those things within their own life. And maybe it's a self-esteem thing. And I just want to get your thoughts because I feel like some symptoms of being codependent are a woman clearly knows either they're in a job that they absolutely hate. They're in a relationship that's just terrible for them. They know it's terrible. And they're just like, yeah, I don't really know why I'm, I don't know why. And I want to get your thoughts on if you've ever worked with somebody who has some codependent issues and are seeking that validation from other people when in reality they should be seeking it from themselves. But a large percentage of the world is seeking validation from others, right? That's why they, I mean, that's why they dress the way they do and put on what they do. And, and it takes a lot of a human to work on themselves, to be okay with the validation from themselves and not needing it from anyone else. Cause everyone, no one wants to, everyone wants to look good. No one wants to look bad. Everyone wants to be liked. No one wants to be not liked. Right. So it's like, how do you be so sure in yourself, but the line work harder on yourself than you Without do on your job. Yeah. I mean, my commitment to life is work harder on myself than anything else. All I do is work on myself. So if, if I think I have like a job would be hard, I work harder on myself. If something's not working for me, I get a tool, I do a workshop, I do a retreat, I do something mm. to evolve that part of me to work. But codependency comes from like, you know, our wa- our brainwashing. Like, oh, you get married, you have a kid, the fairy tale, the Disney world, the Cinderella, da, 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 da. oh, you need this. Oh, you have a man to provide, or all the stories that are given to you. And then you're like, oh, and you're comparing it I to could that. actually have a story that wasn't given to me. Like you said, the kid doesn't have to be in that bot. You can have, you make up your own story. So it's curiosity. <laughs> you need to be curious enough to want to know more, to seek and to make a change or stay where you're at. But that's what the value of a coach is so important because people do have validate. They, they do need validation. They do need the, they say, and they only see what they see. So they need someone to take from what's in their blind spot to bring it up to the front, to show them that like, this isn't working. See this behavior that you're doing. When you do this, this happens. When you, what did you make that mean? What does that mean for you? How does that make you feel? All of that. And they start to get it. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Then baby steps, one foot in front of the other. I mean, I know when I got divorced, I felt codependent. I felt like I couldn't do anything without him. And then I was like, oh my God. I, I'm never gonna, I, in my head, I was like, I'm never gonna let that happen again. I was never gonna give up my independence. But people have to be careful with never and never doing that again. And it, cause then I'd put myself in, in a, a box. box of being resigned. Well, what, what, um, when you had said, you know, you went through a divorce and you felt codependent, was there anything that you could say would be the best transformational? from to where you are now oh, from that, yeah. I did from landmark. That I went into landmark education right after I got divorced, which changed my life. And I'm in personal development my whole life, but it was the only thing I did that got done to me. So it was a transformational program that literally in 
I mean, they teach it all over the world. So I got into that and I said, oh my God, I'm going to teach this. I, so much transformation came out of it for me. Like I made up with my mom after not talking to her for 16 years. And mm, 16 I, years. Holy oh, I ran shit. away, didn't talk to her my whole adult life. And she ended up dying on my birthday. And it ended up being the most beautiful thing. So that's why I say, if everyone can just work on themselves yeah. harder than anything else in the world, even death is beautiful. Like you, you can overcome and get through everything because nothing matters but love. It really is. It's the only frequency that matters. It's the, mm. it's where you're going. It's where you came from. If you tap into it, it's always available for you. And meditation is access to tapping into it at the drop of a dime whenever you want. So like you say to me, and even my staff says to me, oh, they're not as great as you think they are. They're just great in front of you. But I generate that for someone because I come from love and I'm going to see love and I'm going to bring out the love in them. And then that's how that magic space happens because then they're coming from love and then I'm coming for love and I move out of the way. I don't get offended. If you say to me, oh, you put oh, whatever you want to say to me, it's not, I'm not going to take offense to it because it's your opinion. Now I can evaluate and reflect and be like, what did he mean by that? Should I listen to what he said? Was it valid? Am I going to do something about it? Is it? Right? I can accept or receive whatever comes in. I don't have to just receive it all. I like to tell people, like, don't believe all your thoughts. Like, not all of it's true. So slow down That's enough to accept what you want in your head. There's never, ever, ever a reason to have a disempowering thought in your head. Ever. So then you would say to me, oh, do you ever have disempowering thoughts in your head? Yeah. I go like, oh, I'm fat. Oh, them. I'm a... No, I believe sometimes I think I'm fat. Sometimes <laughs> I think I'm sick. Yeah, yeah I, I still am a human, right? So it's still yeah. a human. I'll go, oh, I'm fat. And then I'm like, Julie, you're not fat. And, and then it's like, what works for me? What motivates yeah. me? Oh, well, probably if I never thought I was fat, I'd keep eating the chocolate. So thank God I think I'm fat sometimes. So I like, I don't yo-yo too much. My yo-yoing in my life, I never go more than three pounds mm. under or over because I think I'm fat when I gain two pounds. If I didn't think I was fat, I'd keep putting on weight. So you got to set a barrier for yourself. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I rock and I think I'm great. And I really lay my head down at the pillow at night, knowing that I consciously think of what I'm saying, what I'm doing, how I'm replying, how I'm reacting from my heart, from my heart, doing what I feel is right. Not because someone else said it, but because yeah. it is for me. No, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And, and with your book too. I would be honored and love if you signed it. Ah, if I can't, I can't believe I didn't sign it. I don't no, believe no. you. No. no, where'd you get it? I've got it from uh, the gym. And I didn't sign it when you came. No, I think I'm. I probably bought it when you weren't there. That's or hilarious. Oh, well, soon I'll have a next. Yes, and my I'll next one will be out in the next month. And you're smiling. You must be writing me a good note. I'm excited. Here you go, sir. I Thank like the pen. You, it was a very nice pen. You're welcome. Thank you. Very nice book. Amazing podcast. Mike Tyson Amazing wrote the back. Yes. He said, if anyone, no one better to have in your corner than me. <laughs> oh, I believe that. Holy shit. I believe that. Um, thanks for coming on, Jolie. Thank you. I, I had a great it. time. That was great. And guys, if you're listening, find her on Instagram. She has an amazing Instagram where she gives some just great overall life perspective. So... Follow on, Instagram, follow on Instagram, look out for the next book, and hopefully we'll link up again down the road, Jolie. We are going to link up down the road plenty. Absolutely. I'm going to keep my eye on you and watch your heroism unfold. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> yes. 
I would love that. Looking forward to it, Julie, and I will see you then. Yes, awesome. Bye. Bye.